Super Mario Brothers 35 impressions, Joy-Con drift comes creeping back into my life again, and Pikmin 3 released early, kinda, sorta, this week on TGS. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome to TGS episode 14 for the week of Sunday, October 11th. 2020. My name is Joey, and there isn't much to talk about in the last week that's happened besides a nice treehouse event that happened from Nintendo. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Super Mario 35. Let's start with Super Mario Brothers 35. It is a game that was released uh, as uh, uh, NOS program, um, S NSO. I can never say that NSO program for the Nintendo Switch. Basically, Nintendo Switch online members. Uh, NSO members get to play Super Mario Brothers 35. Uh, it's a free to play. It's it's like Tetris 99, which is also NSO related. You get it only if you are a Nintendo Switch online subscriber, which it's twenty dollars a year. So you might as well be. It's not a lot of money. $20 a year. The other services are, what, 50 60 maybe 40 So $20 a year is not bad. So the Super Mario Brothers 35 releases, and at first I didn't think I was going to like it because I'm just going to give quick impressions now because I think I, I will, I think we will do a review on this, uh, a thorough review on it. So just quick impressions right off the bat. I, I like this. I like this game. I didn't think I was going to because I'm not that great at the original Super Mario Brothers. It's 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 not the physics in that game take some getting used to because, you know, it was an older game and it wasn't all that great. I know that's controversial to say cuz it's Super Mario Brothers, but um what I mean by not all that great is just the the they were still figuring out the the physics and and how Mario jumps and how Mario moves around and you know, that wasn't really perfected more until I I'd say super Mario brothers three, even two wasn't eh, because the real super Mario brothers two uh, in Japan was just a clone of super Mario, the original super Mario brothers. So the engine there was the exact same and uh, super, Mario, super Mario Brothers 2 USA edition as we all know is just a clone of Doki Doki Panic so whatever the physics were there they slapped on so those felt a little weird too so i say Super Mario Brothers 3 was where the physics got normal or or better word than normal just perfected they were polished polished is the word i'm looking for and they felt really good so Super Mario Brothers the original it never felt that way to me um and to a lot of people the physics are just a little off if you're used to playing other Super Mario games because once they hit that that perfect balance with Super Mario Brothers 3, they kind of kept that for all the other 2D Mario games uh, to today. Uh, we, we all know how it feels to jump around as Mario uh, and play those games. The physics feel a certain way that we're used to and Super Mario Brothers, the original, does not feel that way because they had not established that yet. So I thought that Super Mario Brothers 35, I thought that was going to be the same. I thought um, 
it was just going to be too hard to control. And I picked it back up kind of quickly because from what I hear as well as what I can tell myself, I just don't want to go on just my own opinion because it is, it's a very minute thing to, to tweak the physics in a Mario game. Uh, from what I hear from other people too, it's it's very close to the physics of the original Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario Brothers. You can definitely tell that when you play, but it's a little tweaked. Uh, something with um, you used to be able to like jump on enemies on the side of them, like so. If <clears throat> the enemy was straight on here, you could jump on them like right, just graze the side of the enemy, which you can't do anymore. There's a couple other little tricks and things that you can't do. Anymore. They tweaked it a little bit, but bottom line, I'm okay at the game. I'm better than I thought. I'm getting first place uh, quite often. I know first place out of 34 other players. I've never got first in Tetris 99. I still, I play that game almost every day because I'm addicted to doing the badges, getting the, the four badges uh, every day, whatever they're called. I think they're called badges. Which is weird because now I'm at the point where I've unlocked everything in Tetris 99 and there's nothing else to unlock, but um, I'm still just getting the badges every day. Is anybody else? Let me know in the comments if anybody else is playing that game and addicted to getting those badges, even though Nintendo hasn't put anything in, I guess, the store for Tetris 99 that you can use the badges on in quite a while. So I'm just accumulating badges left and right, and I don't know what to do with them, but it's addicting that game. I can't get first place on that because that's 98 other people and it's Tetris. And I don't know, I guess it's just harder for me, but super Mario brothers 35, I can, um, it's still difficult to, um, if you don't know how to play a Mario game or specifically the original Mario brothers, or you're not used to those physics, which take a while to get used to, you're not going to get first place. Uh, you're it's, it's going to be hard to get first. You've got to outlast 34 other people, but it's fun. They found a way to take that original tried and true Super Mario Brothers formula that we're all used to and we all know. It's the most played game. I, 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 I don't know this to be, I don't know this as a fact, but I would say that it's the most, if someone said the Super Mario Brothers was the most played game ever, I would, uh, I would believe it. Although, I don't know, maybe these days that's Fortnite. Well, you know what? If you said Super Mario Brothers, the original Super Mario Brothers game for the NES was, it's definitely the most released, re-released game. I mean, God, that game has been re-released so many times. So we all know how to play it and what it is. And it can get kind of boring, dare I say, because we, I mean, we've been playing it for 35 years. Now, um, but they, Nintendo, uh, found a way to, to, uh, just scramble up and mix up everything we knew about Super Mario Brothers. And that's what Super Mario Brothers 35 is. It's, it's just a mix up of, of, they took all the formula, they took the whole formula and everything that you remember having to do and they just change it around. So now you're playing, and it's not a speed, it's not a speed run. So I thought at first it was. I think a lot a lot of people did. A lot of people thought that, oh, what this looks like from the trailers or whatever is that it's a it's like a speed run. And you just have to be the fat. No, not at all. It's not a speed run at all. It's a survival game. Uh you 
I mean, you need to work fairly quickly, but speed is not the full, you know, speed is just one piece of the puzzle. Uh, stomping on enemies gives you add seconds to your timer. Obviously, you want to be the last one standing when it comes to time, and you obviously don't want to die. You get one life, so if you die, that's it, it's over. And you can you can watch the other 34 people play if you want, or however many's left at that point, but game over if you die. If you don't die, what you want to do is outlast. Um, you want to outlast your your opponents, everybody else. And in order to do that, you stomp on enemies. They give you time. Uh, and then there's coins. You also want to collect coins as well. So you're you're frantically trying to kill all these enemies to build up your time, your, uh, build up the time that you have uh, in the top right hand corner. But then you also need to collect coins because coins uh, help you get items. You can get all the regular items, all the items that were normally placed in those classic Super Mario Brothers levels, they're there still. They're all there. You can find the fire flowers and the mushrooms and everything and one-ups and all that. They're still there. But if you're in a pinch, uh, you're regular Mario, you might die. There's a roulette wheel in the upper left-hand corner. And if you spend 20 coins, you can press, I think it's Y or whatever, but you can activate that roulette wheel so that uh, an, a random item will come out, whether it's a mushroom, fire flower, uh, superstar, or what else is there? Oh, or a pow block. You can also use a pow block in this game. Uh, it'll get rid of all the enemies on screen at once. Anyway, so you're trying to kill enemies uh, frantically to, to build up your clock while you're trying to collect coins at the same time because you need those. Uh, so this way you can spin that roulette reel when, when you're in a pinch. And uh, you're trying not to die. It's, it's frantic. You're, you're multitasking on a very fast level in, in the original Super Mario Brothers. And it, it's, um, it's fun. It's, it's more fun than, than maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not doing a good job at describing it. But it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's free. Well, technically it's not free. Technically it's $20 a year. Because it comes with your uh, NSO membership. But $20 a year. I mean... I know I sell, sound like a salesman, but I'm not. Like, whether you get it or not is your decision. But uh, the Nintendo Switch Online, I mean, you get all the NES games, all the Super Nintendo games. And you get Tetris 99. Now you get Super Mario 35. All for $20. It's I mean, done deal. What else do you need to know? Although what's weird is everyone's kind of given Nintendo. This isn't weird that they are. and Nintendo, Everyone's given Nintendo uh flack for the fact that super mario brothers 35 is a timed release uh, a limited release i should say it's going away i forget when i think march or something but they say it's going away they say this is a limited time game and to me i'm just thinking why 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 would you limit i don't i don't understand I understand there being limited quantities of physical things because that's how it works. That's, that's how a special thing works. You know, it's a limited quantity of a special edition or a collector's edition, this or that, um, that you would buy at a store or whatever. I, I kind of, I get that, you know, but digitally, digital is infinite. 
you know, physical copies have a finite amount. You can't make infinite physical copies of anything, but you can make infinite digital copies of something. That's, that's what digital is. It's infinite. You can just make them forever. It's, so I don't understand, and this is, you know, this is a digital-only release. So I don't get it. I don't understand why this is going away. Some people say that it's not going away, and Nintendo's just being weird with their wording or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's going away or not. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. But it's weird. It's weird to have a time limit on on something like this. So basically, what why it's weird is because what this is is another incentive to pay that twenty dollars a year to become an NSO member. That's that's what this is. It's an incentive to do that as part of the package. So what you're saying. Um, I should look up what day it's supposed to go away. Well, it's early next year. I think it's March, but I just don't want to keep saying the wrong thing. Early next year, whenever this goes away. So what you're saying is, well, we're now taking, we're now giving you less incentive to become an NSO member. You see what I mean? Like that makes no sense. We want you to sign up for this membership program because we want your $20 every year but we're going to take something away that makes it enticing for you to give us $20 a year. What? That makes no sense to me. Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand it. The only thing I can think of is what they mean by limited time is it's free quote, you know, free for NSO members for a limited time. And then they're going to sell it individually piecemeal you're gonna have to buy the game which that in itself is pretty effed up too if that's true so you're giving me something for free and then one day i'm gonna turn on my switch and it's not gonna be there anymore and when i go to search for it like why is it gone what happened oh it's still here but you've got to pay us for it now i don't i don't understand it no one understands it no one's going to understand until uh, March comes around. I mean, Super Mario Brothers, uh, sorry, Super, Super Mario 3D All-Stars is also the same thing. It's also a limited release. Now, again, I get physically it's a limited release, but digitally too. They're going to take it. That's a, that's a $60 game collection on the eShop right now that they're going to, they're going to take away. Why would you take, I don't know. This is supposed to be about Super Mario 35 and it turns into a rant on on Nintendo's business strategies, but it it's, it's just makes no sense. It's really, it's, it's super strange. I don't get it. But anyway, if you want to play it, play it now and enjoy it over the, 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 the holiday. In fact, enjoy All-Stars over the holiday, too. Well, I mean, All-Stars is different. Like, you know, once you buy Super Mario 3D All-Stars, you have it. They're not taking that away from you. You have it. That's what makes Super Mario Brothers 35 even weirder, is they're actually taking it away from you. At least that's what it seems like. That's I'm not positive, but that's what that seems like. You spend $60 purchasing Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, you keep that game 
they're going to stop selling it. Apparently, they're going to stop selling it early next year. But if you already have it, you have it forever. Super Mario Brothers 35 is different. They're going to take it away from you. That's what it seems like. And that's very strange. So play it. Um, I recommend playing it for the limited time we have it because it's it's pretty damn good. It's it's a lot of fun. And then when when you're down to like the, the last five people, you know, or the top three people or whatever, like the music, when you get to the last five, the music changes to the, you know, the hurry up jingle you hear in Mario games and it gets very frantic and your palms get sweaty, man, from playing that game. It's a, uh, it's nerve wracking, but nerve wracking in a fun way. And it, it brings us to this whole new level of strategy to, to the original Super Mario Brothers. It definitely breathes life back into that Super Mario Brothers game. So um, it's free if you're a member. And if you're a member, you should definitely, uh, definitely pick it up. Uh, I'll probably have a proper review on that, uh, you know, just coming out as a regular feature soon. Uh, so, yeah. Um, moving on. Um. Really quick, I just I I want to play a short hike. I'm gonna that's on my wish list to eventually, eventually purchase. There, a short hike. It's it's this indie game that seems pretty cool. Um, I don't know how much I like the PS1 style graphics. That's definitely what they were going for. I mean, it looks like a PS1 game, 100. Um, but I like the concept of so I think because you're a bird, or whatever, and you just want to make a phone call. The whole game, I think, is just a its a simple premise that you want to get to the top of this mountain, I believe, because you have no cell service and you want to make a phone call or you're waiting for a phone call and you just have no cell service. So you've got to get somewhere that has service. But along the way, it turns into a more complicated adventure because you run into people who need your help and this and that, blah, blah. I don't know. It looks like it's a lot of fun. So uh, I haven't played it yet. Uh, maybe... By next week, I'll be able to give some impressions on it. We'll see when I actually buy it because there's so little time and so much to do on this show. So, um, but uh, I am interested in the game. Uh, Indie Land, I talked about it last week on uh, TGS. Indie Land was, was a success because. Well, it's the first time that we were streaming and, uh, you know, that was a new avenue for, for me to figure out. And it was crude, but it worked. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the most polished, uh, uh, live feed, but it is significantly better now. And I've tried it out. If you've wondered why it's such a long gap between participating in Indie Land and, and going live again. It's just because I, I really want to fine tune and, um, uh, just get the stream looking professional and great. Uh, the same way I make these videos look better than they should resolution wise. And why sometimes I shoot in 4k when it makes no sense to shoot in 4k because whatever device you're watching this on probably can't show 4k, things like that. This isn't in 4K, though. I think I'm learning my lesson to go back down to 1080p 
uh, it's YouTube. You don't need to make things in 4K. Um, but we will be back live again. I'll definitely be streaming games. I want to complete... I want to do series, you know, like uh, a certain game or a certain series of games that I play with you, with with viewers watching on a live stream, and we complete that together. So it's not just we play a little bit of one game and then we move on to another game. No, we complete a game together. That's what I want it to be. And so far, so for the first few of these broadcasts, I don't know when they're happening. I think maybe next week. But for the first few of them, it's going to be Super Mario, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. We're going to go through all three of those games, 64, Sunshine, and Odyssey. And well, we're going to pick up where we left off in Indie Land, which was the very end of Super Mario 64. So look out for that probably next week. But it'll all be either at, well, it'll be definitely at GuyFNetworks.com. Everything is always at the website at GuyFNetworks.com, but uh, also on YouTube as well. So look out for that. And the last piece of news we will talk about. Oh, before I mention that. Yeah. If I'm holding this up, I can only be holding it up for one reason. And I bet everybody knows exactly why I'm holding this up. Joy-Con Drift. So I've already put out a, a, a feature on the process of sending in a defective Joy-Con, a Joy-Con that has a Joy-Con drift issue to Nintendo during uh, the peak of COVID-19. And so go watch that video if you haven't already on, on that. Maybe I'll put it here or something so you can see it. It's interesting how, because I sent it in and just after I sent it in, everything shut down. So they basically just said, yeah, so we're going to keep your stuff for a while. A, a while. I don't know when I'm getting it back. but So anyway, um, I had mentioned in that video that I think it's only a matter of time before it happens to my other set of Joy-Con, and it has. So now I have, I have Joy-Con Drift again, and I am going to send it back. I'm going to try at least to send it back to Nintendo again um, because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that it's happened again. It's ridiculous that we have this problem in the first place. So I think I'm going to make a probably a short feature. It's not going to be a long feature, but um, a short feature on on sending this in a second time and documenting how that process goes from beginning to end, just like I did the first time with the Mario Red Joy-Con. So in saying that this 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 is an issue, like these are these are expensive controllers. And the tech in them are pretty advanced. You should, I should, you should expect better. I expect better, at least. But moving on from that, uh, we don't have much time left, so I'm going to quickly talk about Pikmin Three. Um, well, basically, uh, Nintendo Treehouse uh, put out. I'm sure you've seen. If you haven't, it's on YouTube. Nintendo Treehouse uh, put out a, a uh, I guess, a um, demonstration of Hyrule Warriors. Uh, all of that was analyzed along with the Tokyo game show, game show footage. All that was analyzed and it's already on uh, at guyfnetworks.com and on YouTube. So if you want to see the full analysis of all of the Tokyo game show footage, plus the American Nintendo Treehouse 
Hyrule Warriors footage. This is for Age of Calamity. You can. It's all there. Go watch it. But they also did a demo on Pikmin 3. They also, while showing a demonstration of Pikmin 3, announced that that same day a demo would be coming out. And what I mean by Pikmin 3 released early, if you watch the beginning of the show, is the demo lets you do so much, it kind of feels like you have the game early, even though you don't. The game doesn't come out until I believe it was the 31st or the 30th, the end of October, the end of this month. But um, if you download the free demo right now, it is it's almost like having the game. You, you can do a lot in it and all the save data transfers over. So it really does feel like you kind of have the game in a way, just playing it and knowing that everything that you're doing, all the progress you're making transfers over. Uh, really quick, because we don't have much time, uh, bullet points of that is uh, I really like, I really enjoy the demo. I mean, I really enjoy Pikmin. I, I, I like that game a lot. I like those series of games. I like the demo a lot. Um, even in the demo, you can play co-op, I believe. I haven't checked it out, but in the main game, when it comes out later this month, you can play the entire game in co-op, which you couldn't before. So um, I definitely, I think I want to try that out with with my wife. I think my wife would enjoy uh, Pikmin 3 co-op. So you can play the whole game in co-op. Um, and then there's side missions with Olimar, which I think is just completely new added missions for Pokemon 3 Deluxe. Pokemon 3 for Pikmin 3 Deluxe. They're just completely brand new, um, uh, completely brand new missions. So that's pretty cool. Um, it looks beautiful on the Switch. The demo, at least, looks gorgeous. Then this is timed mode where you just, you're collecting fruit and trying to get like medals. So it's just basically like how, how skilled are you at Pikmin? Um, uh, that's really fun. Uh, the motion controls are a little weird though. If you want it, you can use it, you know, Joy-Con in each hand, like you were holding a Wiimote kind of, and use the pointer, which is cool that they added that, but, uh, you have to keep calibrating it by hitting the, the Z trigger over and over and over, like every two seconds. It's kind of annoying. More on that when I review the actual game, but, uh, I only have seconds left. So that's it for this week. Uh, we went over a, a lot. Uh, remember to go to Skype uh, Networks on YouTube to check out the Hyrule Warriors analysis video. Um, and uh, follow us on all social media at Skype Networks and all that stuff. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.